Hi there and welcome to Live at Gilmore Guitars. My name is David Gilmore and this is podcast number 18. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Big Dave McLean. He is an icon on the Canadian blues music scene. You are going to get an education in the blues today. Live at Gilmore Guitars with Big Dave McLean. But when I got up this morning, 
Live at Gilmore Guitars, Big Dave McLean on the podcast. Yo, yo, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Dave, thank you so much for uh, coming and taking some time before you have to head back out on the road. And, yeah, right and, on, man. It's a pleasure to be here, Dave. I'm a big fan of your guitar building. I love your shop, and we had such a nice show yesterday. Yeah, the show last night, we had a an oversold show last night and uh wow what a what a fantastic show you and brendan nagel just put on a great oh you bet man brendan's the man you and brendan have actually been together for a, a long time off and on over yeah. the years about 1989 i think brendan was telling me last night is that right <laughs> that is a long time <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about your history because you are a canadian icon in wow. in blues music my goodness, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> well, I'll have to no, get I've up my I've been around thesaurus. a while, but yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I love the, I love the music. I mean, I love music. Period of all kinds, but blues music it captured me when I was a young man, and uh, I'm just as excited about it today as I was the first time I'd ever heard. So, know, what song was it back then that that you went, oh wow, that's huh? it. Um, oh, geez, there's so or, many. I mean, there's so many. The, the first time that I was really blown out of the water was in 1969, uh, watching John Hammond Jr. play at the Mariposa Folk Festival on Toronto Island. And uh, I was getting up to go to the washroom, and this guy sits down with his National Steel Body guitar and starts playing, and he's like a locomotive, just chug, 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 and it just built in... The passion, and you know, and 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 the uh, delivery that he puts in each each song, every every note, every moment of it, I was like a deer in the headlights. I just stopped dead. I don't even know if I made it to the can. You know, and like, how old would you have been then? Twenty, eighteen, something yeah. like that. Had you already been playing guitar at that point? It's already dead in dog years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I uh, I had a $5 Kent guitar with me uh, that I brought. My brother and I went down on the train. And my brother was a bit of a player. I played a little bit of harmonica and kazoo. And uh, I used to play washboard and harp on the rack. I played with a buddy of mine. Uh, and we did jug band tunes. But uh, I never had really taken anything up seriously in music, you know. And uh, after hearing Hammond, you know, playing the blues, it's like I was, I was just, I was mesmerized, you know. And, uh, and I ran into him later on in the afternoon, and I, I had my $5 guitar, and I went over, and I didn't want to sound like some crazed fan or anything, but I walked over, and I said, I said, man, I, I heard you for the first time today, and I said, I've never, I've never seen anything like that in my life, the way you deliver a song. And I said, uh, I noticed you were playing your slide guitar there, uh, you know, and he showed me Craftsman, 11 sixteenths, deep socket, yeah. best thing for the best tone if you want to get a good bite on your guitar. If you want something sweet, you could use bottlenecks, you know, glass. Mm -hmm. You could use thin pipe, you know. There's... there's 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 as many types of bottlenecks as there is string makes, you know. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, but Hammond turned me on to that, and then uh, he showed me how to put the guitar in open D tuning, and he taught me how to play "I'm a Man" by Bo Diddley, 
on you know, bum, 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 you know yeah. it was almost like the hoochie coochie groove, but on slide and open D. And I was so thrilled because it's not that hard to learn how to do the basics to that. And he showed me that. And I went home and I drove my parents and my brothers nuts over the next six months just playing that and playing around in open D. So I was actually learning slide before I even knew how to play chords, right. you know, on the guitar and standard tuning. Uh, and, uh, you know, Hammond's been a lifelong friend ever since. So how since. cool is it that you know, a young kid was able to go and, and talk to a guy like that? Well, he was, exactly. He was, he was approachable. Just on a break and and he was a very approachable. He's, a, he's one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever met in my life. You know, he's a, and he's a, he's a monster in the blues field. He's played with everybody. But just the work, the body of work that he has done, you know, he has mm-hmm. like 38 or 40 albums out. And... Uh, uh, he's my all-time favorite country blues artist alive today. You know, I think he's uh, he's kind of like the the closest thing to uh, a modern-day Robert Johnson that we that we have. You right. know, in in the time that I've been alive. Right. You know, and uh, he's a he's a he's a, a walking dictionary of the blues or hi- the history. You know, it's like. That's one thing I'm really happy about in this field. I've met so many of my heroes, and you can trace their history right back from month to month, year to year, right back to the 1920s even, right. you know? That's the cool thing about the blues music. And uh, So let's, let's talk a little bit more about some of those people that you've met and worked with over the years, but let's get another song in. <laughs> well, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Live at Gilmore Guitars, podcast number 18. This is Big Dave McLean. Spider, and you've been webbing all over town. Yeah, you mean black spider, and you've been webbing all over town. I'll get that big red spider, baby, to come and tear your cobwebs down. Ain't no need to worry here. Ain't no need for you to moan No need to worry Ain't no need for you to moan I'll get that big red spider, baby Come disrupt your happy home If I don't go crazy I most surely lose my mind If I don't go crazy I will surely lose my mind You got me worried and bothered Yeah, worried and bothered all the time
Tell you mean black spider And you've been webbing all over town Hey, you mean black spider And you've been webbing all over town I'll get that big red spider, baby, ho Yeah, come and tear your cobweb down Oh, you just mean, that's all Live at Gilmore Guitars, Big Dave McLean. I just want to get up and dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got lots of room. <laughs> yeah, lots of room. We actually had some uh, some people dancing last night. Yeah, for the show. we did too. That's we right. Did. They were good dancers. <laughs> so, talk a little bit about some of the people that you've met. Like, you tell oh. great stories as you're you're doing your shows. You well, talk about meeting and playing with guys like Muddy Waters. Absolutely, and, Muddy Waters is one of my all got the top of the list. You know, John Hammond, Muddy Waters are the two guys I I owe the most to for inspiring me along to play and, and and along with other guys that I grew up with Brent Parkin out of Winnipeg mm-hmm. you know uh, his whole career you know we've kind of both been doing the same job so it's like it's nice to know the guys that are you know in the same sinkhole you're in you know right <laughs> so uh, uh, there, there's all kinds you know a lot of Canadian guys a lot of American guys and a lot of heroes, you know, like uh, the guys I'd listen to on record, you know, uh, Sam Chapman from the Mississippi Sheiks. Well, I got to meet him, and I'm going like, here's a guy who tore it up. He was a rock star in the 1920s, you know, when they wrote Sitting on Top of the World and songs like that, you know, just absolute classics that'll live forever. Every guy worth his salt in the blues has, has done a version of, you know. And... uh well, amazing. I mean, I could I could tell you stories, but I don't think we have enough time. <laughs> you know, I could tell you stories just about Sam Chapman. You know, he had a he had a 1912 guitar, Gibson guitar that he had bought brand new. Wow! <laughs> and that was in 1975, and he was wow. in his 80s then, and he had a long white beard like Rip Van Winkle. And uh, I said, man, that, that guitar, Sam, I said that, that's gorgeous. I said, you could probably get like six thousand dollars for that guitar. And, you know, in 1975, six grand was a lot of money for a guitar. Absolutely. And uh, Sam goes, $6,000? For $6,000, I, I, I'd eat this guitar. And I ain't got no teeth, so I just gum on it until you said, that's <laughs> enough, Sam. <laughs> that's killing me, you know? Yeah. So speaking of guitars, is, is there been a guitar in your life that got away? One that you, you had and you wished you had kept? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's There's been a few where I've had to... You know, uh, save the farm and uh, yep. come up with some quick cash. So the easiest thing to do is, you know, go into the classic supply. Right. You know, and I mean, I had a, I had a, a, a Gibson SJ200, uh, 1952, same age as me. You know, wow. so, and uh, I needed, I needed a couple of grand quick, and it was worth more than that. But I phoned up a guitar collector and I said, you know, I need this money tomorrow. And I said, I will, I will slash the price. I'll sell it to you for two grand. I need two grand by tomorrow because I have to, I have to meet this bill, or I'm going to be out in the street with my family. You know, right. I'm not going to let that happen. You know, I'll sell whatever I got. So uh, he just said, go down to Safeway, Western Union. Says the money's there already. You know, <laughs> it's just by the time you get there, it'll be there. And I did, and it saved my butt. 
Right. And he, you know, he was brilliant. He, he he phoned up a buddy of his in Japan, flipped it to him for five grand. So <laughs> no I mean, you know, for a nice little afternoon's work, he he made three thousand dollars on the deal. <laughs> but hey, I was happy. I was happy as a pig in the waller, man. It's and a, you still have some very cool guitars. Well, the, I, the three guitars that you have with you now are are all incredibly storied guitars. That little uh, parlor guitar. Yeah, that, that that's a Sears and Roebuck Supertone, 1910. And I, I love that. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd match the tone on that against any Taylor or any Gibson. I don't know about a Gilmore, though. They'd be, <laughs> they'd be on par there. They're just different. <laughs> yeah, you bet. But I love it. And the thing weighs about three ounces. Yeah, you know? It's a really cool little guitar. And, yeah. and since I've opened the shop, I've, I've had the luxury to, to work on the odd guitar like that. Yeah, so sure. That's pretty cool. And, and then uh, my 1932 National Steel Duolian, you know, National mm-hmm. Duolian. That's that's my baby. I'm getting cremated and buried in that thing. I told my kids, you know. They're just going to pour your ashes into the better be in the ground with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it with me. Yeah. It's a long way down. <laughs> and uh, the the other National Guitar, it's a, kind of an interesting story because yeah, you, that's you, a you bought that from, uh, from, from Tim Williams. who's That's who's, right. Uh, Tim Williams is one of my all-time favorite uh, blues icons. And, uh, you know, we, we'd done an album together a few years back, uh, Fellow Travelers. And uh, Tim, Tim had this guitar, but it was—it's a very, very heavy guitar. Like I said, it was like the prototype. So the first one made was just stupid heavy, and they improved on them as they went. Yeah. But it's like it's—it's it's brilliant. It's a—it's a '58, and uh, uh, Tim said it was giving him a sore back. You know, it made his back sore, and I thought. Well, that's not good, Tim. You don't want to have a sore back, that's for sure. You know, you should probably, you know, get rid of it. <laughs> and I'd been, I'd, that had been my favorite guitar that Tim had played in years. You know, I mean, for any time we ever toured, he always had that. And I thought, I got to get one like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually bought a Supro, uh, kind of a model similar, you know, just because it was similar. But when Tim put that one up for sale, I, I jumped in there with both feet. And then I, I went out and I bought an elastic strap, which eats all the weight. And Tim looked at me and said, you mean, you mean all I needed was to buy a strap? <laughs> I went, <coughs> <"E-haw."> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> So that was a... Uh, Oh, there's probably more to it. I'm sure he'll tell you a different yeah. version. Oh, McLean's full of it. We're going like... to be talking with Tim Williams, hopefully to get him on the podcast here. He'll be playing the Jeans Joint uh, at the, the end of January. Right so, on. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you get out there, folks. Tim Williams, monster. Let's get another song in. Okay, well, let me uh, throw you it down uh, into tune another that down a little bit? Or? Yeah, I think so. We'll give it a try. My guitar is all the way over there. I'm not going to go get it.
travel her through and through. If you got a good woman, well, the lesson I'll give to you. Got a good woman, well, a lesson I'll give to you. Don't take it to Atlanta. Men take away from you. They've taken my woman and it's cut me to the bone. Cut me bad and they cut me deep. Taking my woman and it cut me to the bone. That's the reason why. Hear me crying more. Cry more, boy. Gilmore Guitars with Big Dave McClain playing a Gilmore Standard all yeah, man. guitar. Stealing a Gilmore Standard? <laughs> <laughs> look, look over there. <laughs> so Brandon, yeah. start the car. <laughs> start the car! <laughs> so uh, you're on a little bit of a tour here. You were in Edmonton the night before last. You were yeah. here at the Gilmore Guitar Saskatoon, Shop last night. Juno. Yeah. And uh, on your way to... Uh, Southern. Coleman tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, today, tonight. Yeah. Playing in Coleman tonight. So just run down the rest of your tour before well, you head home? Not much. Yeah, yeah. We're just booting around Calgary a bit and Lethbridge and then back to Calgary and then off to Brandon. That's going to be a good run. You know, we got to get up a 10 and a half hour drive. Yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a good thing it's double lane all the way now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll both be sleeping. We'll be fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> to turn the stereo up loud, that's all. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's how we deal with snowstorms or anything. It's getting pretty blustery up there. You better turn Muddy up a little bit. There we go. Now all right, Dave, thank you so much for coming in and, and doing this podcast. Hey, thank you. It's my pleasure, Dave. Live at Gilmore Guitars, number 18 is in the can. <laughs>